Welcome to the CFL Podcast. I am Matt, and I hope you guys are doing fantastic out there. In today's episode, I sit down with Dylan, one of the coaches here at CFL, and we talk about the coaching standards that we uphold here at CFL. And we're always, always, always looking to improve, and we discuss on how to do just that. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you get something out of it, and you can apply it at your gym or when you're coaching. And most importantly, I hope you enjoy. Have a great day. So as a business, we first need to develop our internal organs. That means all of our coaching and everything we do inside this place and everybody who we first uh, have interactions with need to have such a positive, awesome experience. So that way we could start to develop and develop and then transition to also being able to breathe our oxygen, our newer members, our marketing, our content. And if we focus on one without the other or we're too lopsided or I'm too early focused on marketing and I haven't really developed strong relationships with my members, then it's not going to do us any good no matter how hard we're breathing if we're not able to uh, keep that heart pumping and keep all of our organs, aka our members, nice, healthy, and happy. So I got Dylan here with me, and uh, we're going to discuss the first piece of that, which is going to be our internal there, our heartbeat, which falls essentially on basically our coaching standards, right? Yep, that's right. Okay, so... Is this your first time talking solo in the podcast or have you? Yeah, because we only did the meetings before. We did right? the meetings, yeah. Which did pretty well. So some of you guys know Dylan from the uh, meetings and um, I'm sure he'll probably get nervous as he realizes the whole world is listening. I'm already sweating. <laughs> All right, Dylan. So he's outlined kind of the coaching uh, flow that we take here at CFL. Hold on. I just realized the fan was on. Yeah, I was thinking that too when you were talking. There we go. Okay, sorry about the first part of that. We'll Hopefully it'll be uh, usable with the audio, but, but I had a little fan going. We are in Livermore, California, as you guys know, and it is hot, especially inside the recording studio, aka the office at the gym. <laughs> All right, Dylan. So these are basically the uh, rundown of how classes normally flow, how CrossFit classes normally flow. And why don't you just bullet point each portion of it first, Dylan, and then we'll break into each piece and we'll talk about the standard. Okay. So the first bullet point is the pre-class. Um, then we have whiteboard warm-ups, weight slash workout, uh, Metcon, and then post-water, post-Metcon. Okay, awesome. So let's start right at the top. So the pre-WAD, like before the, the uh, pre-class, work, the pre-class mm-hmm. thank you. So what is it, what's the standard here at CFL? And let's start with timeline, and then let's start with like what what is kind of the expectation to accomplish during that time? Yes, perfect. Um, so we like to have our coaches arrive 15 minutes early uh, before class. So for example, if you... Uh, coach the 8 a.m. You're here at least by 7:45. That means you're in the door. Um, you're the whiteboard setup is one of the things you want to make sure is done. Uh, make sure the members' boxes. Right now, every obviously everyone knows we have our setup for the yep, COVID, COVID stuff. Procedures. Yep. Each person has their box. And make sure all the equipment's in the box. Uh, make sure all the bathrooms uh, are stocked. Isn't it the worst when uh, there's no, someone's got to tell you there's something not in there that needs to be in there? Right, right, and right. And then uh, set up the sink uh, outside for the outdoor sink. Yeah, we have outdoor hand-washing and, sink. So and, as you're going through these, these are great. Um, these are our, our kind of our checkpoints just as our coach's procedure. But let's talk exactly when we start adding members or adding value to the members. That's what I really want to uh, focus on as we go here because we all know our, the members in front of us is the most important thing. So the checklist that Dylan's kind of reading off is what we do here at CFL and we do that for 
for the member experience. All right, so bring us, bring us, um, bring us outside because we start the classes now outside. So we're at the whiteboard. Yeah, so we're at the whiteboard. We're still during the uh, pre-class here. What's going on there? What's the expectation? So at the whiteboard, you're expected to at least be there five minutes before the class starts. Um, you're sitting there. You're saying hello to everyone as they're walking up, engaging with them, asking them how they feel from yesterday or two days before. We're on Wednesday, so from Monday. Um, making sure uh, that they're all feeling good, ready to go. Once everyone's there, we're talking about the workout, what to expect, um, uh, scaling options, um, lo loading options for the weight, um, making sure that... Basically making sure that they have all the information coming into the class and they mm -hmm. feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. yep. And to just kind of tie that in a bow, that's exactly what it's about. So with that five minutes prior, that gives us plenty of time to get out there, ask people how they're feeling, which basically that's kind of the MO for all our coaches here is like one of the things that I know if you're if you're a member of the gym, you're a test to this and, um, and uh, you know what we're talking about. But every single time you come in, the coaches always start with, hey, how you feeling? You know, and that's mm -hmm. what we want to know, because even if you're capable of doing the movement or something, if your shoulders are really sore or if it's just not quite feeling right or something's a little stiff, we still have the option to switch the movement around based off how you're kind of uh, feeling that day. Um, and by having that time, it's there. We also do we we did a lot during pre-COVID and you made a good point, which is uh, we kind of let off, which is our. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking icebreakers. for? Icebreakers. Our icebreakers. Yeah. So why don't you talk about those real quick? So the icebreakers is a good way just to get the uh, class talking and get everyone familiar with each other. So obviously when you start it, it could be uh, uh, what is your favorite holiday? What is your favorite season? Stuff like that. And obviously you say your name and then answer the question, whatever the question is the coach gives that day. So it's always a good way just to get people. So sometimes you may have someone that's never been in the 530 class and it gets them uh, familiar with everyone that's in the class, at least with their name. So they're not yeah. completely looking around, feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, it kind of breaks. Like I always make a, a joke too, especially when we have like a drop in from a different gym or something. I'll just be like, hey guys, this is so-and-so and now the awkwardness is over. We're all friends, yeah. you know, and it yeah. just kind of breaks the ice for them, hence the term icebreakers. And again, that's going to go back to investing into our members there and establishing that sense of community. You're essentially running the cocktail party or the meet and greet every single class. And if you start to view it like that, as well as also running a, a CrossFit class, you'll be able to get a, t a tighter knit community. They'll be able to become friends quicker, start to do things outside of the gym, which is only gonna strengthen your community within the gym. And for us on the business side, it's gonna increase that lifetime value of a customer. All right, so let's move on to the second part. So now that we've uh, now that we've broken the ice, Dylan's kind of talked to everybody. Everybody's comfortable. He's reviewed the uh, workout. Wait, was whiteboard the next one on there? So that's what we just went over. The next yep. one would be like the warm-ups. Okay, so the warm-up. All right, so let's keep it real simple with that. Let's not get too deep into specifics. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but what's kind of just a couple key points with the warm-up? What are we looking for as coaches? We're looking to keep our uh, members moving. All right, so a lot of dynamic stuff. And the movements that we're doing – um, re translate to the movements you're going to see in the workout. Now, they don't always have to, right. but it's something that we try to focus on. So that way we're building up to that movement. For example, we have the overhead squat today. In my warm-up, I'm going to have PVC overhead squats. Yeah. So stuff like that. Um, and uh, try to bring your own flavor, all right? So what I mean by that is uh, try to take some time, write it down the night before, be creative with it. Okay, uh, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but members really uh, love it when you have something they've never done before or seen before. Um, and then also, uh, 
we try to uh, keep it fun with the uh, warm-ups. You yeah. don't want to keep it. If they come in and it's it's something they see every day, it's going to get real old and stale. Yeah, so. and, and to attest to that too, like if you're trying to um, run the class and keep things fresh, it's like if you do too much of the same stuff, the members kind of turn off or they tune out to that mm-hmm. a little bit, and mm-hmm. then they get chatty and it's hard to yep, keep control of the clash. Mm-hmm. But if you're mixing it up, you're keeping it fun, and you're bringing the energy, like you had just said in the last piece, it makes it way easier. It makes the class more enjoyable. And again, you're capturing a total experience. You're not just delivering a workout, but you're delivering an experience uh, within that hour. So let's move to the second piece. So we got them warmed up. They're stretched out now. And we do a couple of different types of stretches. You mentioned dynamic at the beginning. Mm, static. And then we do some static. Banded. Uh, right. Yeah. We, we always mix it up. And that goes again about, back to the creativity about how we could accomplish the same thing, but in a slightly different way with uh, bringing our own flavor to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let's go to the second part of it there, Dale. The uh, weights and workouts. Uh-huh. Weight. What was it? Weights and workouts? Yeah. Weight slash workouts. Oh, so, right on. So uh, this part, I once we got them warmed up. Now, for example, we have uh, the overhead squat and um, snatches today. So, so to warm up to our workout weight for the Metcon part, we have one uh, power snatch and then one overhead squat. So we want to make sure that we have a plan going into this. So a warm up plan would be a great way to break it down from going from the hip from one doing one power snatch, one overhead squat, bringing them down to the knee, yep. doing one power and these snatch. Are, and what Dylan's referring to here now, um, sorry for interrupt, but what you're refer, referring to here now is at, after we kind of get the warm-up, after we get general everybody going, we move into like an instruction uh, piece of it. Mm-hmm. And that's when we kind of bring out the weight. That's when we'll start to do stuff with the barbell um, or we'll, you know, cue different things. And so we'll drill the class together as one group. And that's important too. And I know some of you coaches out there that have been to your L1, been to your L2, the reason why we do it together as a class as one group is so the coach could actually control and see what's going on. Now, a lot of times, especially if you guys have a bigger class, if the atmosphere or something doesn't call or you have a newer person that's going to take a little bit to work with, you may want to uh, just take mental note of, okay, I need to hit that person next mm-hmm. as soon as I kind of release the class to start building up on their weight or whatever it may be, rather than stand there and hold the whole class because if it's a larger one and you start to lose them, as we uh, know, uh, it, it gets... Uh, don't fall into that trap. Yeah, and so at yeah. CFL, what's the standard as far as how many teaching points a day do we usually try to establish with like Snatch, for instance? Stick to two. Stick to two. And yep. that's something that I talked a little bit about in the last podcast that I did as far as we give, you know, newer athletes, it's like two cues. Two cues is a perfect amount for them to kind of focus on something, have a little creativity mm-hmm. into it. If you do three, you lose them. Too much thinking. You, too much thinking. And even for your more experienced athletes, sometimes three is still too oh, much, which mm-hmm. doesn't seem like a lot. And as coaches, we have all this information and we want to like give it out and just tell us all everything you know, but hold back and then deploy some patience. Get them moving safely first off. Well, and then, yeah, and you could always go back and get them get the first two cues you got them doing. And if you have three or four in your mind, once they've nailed one off, then go back to that next one that's and drill point. that back into, the, into the cues. That's a great point. So that's kind of the way we run the instructional stuff. We actually have a writ out, written out pattern in the way we teach the uh, Olympic lifts, like Dylan was saying, from position one to position two to that mid shin or to that position three. Um, and there's a certain way we build that up. And it's relatively the same each time, but we bring our own flavor. So mm-hmm. that way it keeps the cues interesting, but the pattern's consistent between coach to coach to coach. Um, okay, cool. So let's go on. So that's the instruction piece. Yep. Moving on to the second part here. All right. So once we got the instruction done, everyone's got their barbell set up. We're going into the Metcon. So 
on this part, you're, you, as a coach, you should know what load uh, your athletes are doing, what scaling options they are. Yep. That means you should have checked in with them during uh, the, after the instruction when they're all lifting, making sure everyone knows what they're doing. Um, and then once the Metcon starts, the coach during this time is um, recalling the cues that you gave the athlete um, before we actually started the workout. So if you right. know athlete A, you're working with, uh, had a hard time on the overhead squats, uh, pushing up on the bar. Right. You're not just sitting there, hey, good job, good job. You're reminding them as they're going, hey, remember, as we're tired now, we're pushing up on that bar, right. all right? Or if you said chest up, we're keeping that chest up as we go down into that squat. So making sure, uh, that's why it's important to make sure you uh, touch, check in with every athlete yeah. to make sure they uh, you have cues for them and you can coach them through the Metcon because it's more than just... Uh, being a cheerleader yes all right that's where the coaching kind of also is really important they get a lot out of that um that's awesome and then uh the what else we want to make sure is uh that we have time stamps called out okay so if it's a 20 minute workout hey we're at the 10 minute mark now this doesn't mean you got to go every two minutes hey we're at two (laughs) we're at four we're at six but have two or three if it's a longer workout timestamp so the people don't got to worry about the clock because they don't want to be turning around looking at the clock yeah, it's just a nice here, little reminder spread yeah out a little bit it's hard yeah. to see in some of the boxes mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and that's a great point too as far as um and i know you're probably leading to this a little bit but as far as it goes for like um the metcon we go by two cues we have generalized cueing mm-hmm. which is just you know that's basically just yelling kind of one cue like chest up or like dylan was just saying there a timestamp one is when we go to three minutes in you know make sure to breathe settle into that pace something like that that you're announcing to the whole class and then you touch base on it right at the um, beginning dome which i thought was awesome which is now that you've instilled some sort of coaching cue prior to the workout now in the metcon with one or two words we could get them right back to what we were learning ahead of time and that's where we go to our specific cue Mm -hmm. and uh, one thing that we do uh, with our specific cues that we like to do a couple times throughout the class with the metcons you know where i'm leading you with this maybe maybe it was- it's about our engagement you got to do it three times throughout the class oh you got to say their names say their yeah, names yeah, yeah. Yep, three times at least mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that's big is like as you give your cues as you're checking in make sure that you guys are using their names because you care you're invested and you want to make sure that they know it and mm-hmm. um, that's one of the biggest ways to show it all right, so we're kind of running into man. We got into we got a great group. One more. We got one more. One more. Let's, let's let's hit knock it. it out real quick. Let's let's do it. Okay, um, go ahead. It's, I think it's one of the shortest. This yeah. one is I think the easiest for the coaches is post wad. Post workout. Once people finish, walk around. I know it's weird times right now, so you can't really give them a fist bump or a high five. So right. give them an air one. But check in with them. If they knew, if you know, there's a movement they were going to struggle with, say hey, that looked great, mm-hmm. or hey, how'd that feel? Um, and get let them give you some feedback so you can give them some feedback back oh wow that's a lot of backs in that that's all right Um, right. but and then just make sure that you've checked in with everyone in your class post workout this doesn't mean when the timer's up sorry this doesn't mean that when (laughs) it's passionate about it this doesn't mean when the timer's up you go back to turning down the music and look right at your phone yeah i'm sure i've probably done that once or twice but i mean that's what we want to avoid we want to make sure for that full hour until everyone has left your class that you are engaged with them um and then make uh if you have time throw in a cool down in there yeah um even if people have to leave at a certain time other people that have the time to do it they appreciate it yeah um but that's that's pretty much it for the post wad making sure you checked in with everyone after the workout if you have time throw in a cool down in there 
and then make sure you are invested that full hour. Don't once that time stops for the Metcon, your time's not done until everyone leaves that class. That's awesome. And that that's perfect. I'm glad we hit up on the last uh, point there. We got into a great groove. So we'll definitely have Dylan back on as we continue to kind of um, talk about these coaching standards. And I hope for you guys out there that this provided some sort of uh, value. I'm going to be linking uh, my Instagram down below, as always, in the show notes. Dylan's will be as well in there. So if you guys want to reach out and you have any specific questions uh, with him. But as we are on the journey through this uh, COVID thing and developing ourselves into the the best possible world-class coaches we could be here at CFL. We'll be keeping you guys tagged along with the journey as well. And to wrap everything up that you were saying in a bow, it's all about our members, right? Yep, yep. Give them the best experience daily. Best experience possible. Adding value and being an abundance of resource in the health and fitness category so that way when they come in, they are confident, they are comfortable, and they get in a great uh, workout with an awesome sense of community. So don't forget to use their names, check in, get involved, get invested, and care. Uh, I always do this to Albert. I put him on the spot. You got anything for the last word? You want to send uh, this off? Nope. Nah, uh, uh, no, you got me in a spot. I know. Yeah, I, I have anything. No, I next time we're going to come prepared, though. So. <laughs> All right. Great job. Thanks, Dylan. Thank you you. got to get to his class right. and we're out.